Welcome to episode 16 of the Redeeming Church podcast. I'm Andrew. Today, Mike and I discuss when it's time to leave a church. Spoiler alert, it's not when you hate the music. Let's dive in. Here we are, episode two, season two with Mike and Andrew. Yes. That's what we should just call the show with Mike and Andrew. With Mike and Andrew. Just with. Mike, how's it going, man? <laughs> hey, buddy. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going going well on my end today. Yeah, this is nice. a new format for us because um, you left me. And so now, oh. now we're over Zoom recording. We're, we're going to drop that bomb right away. Okay. Well, it's just, it's, <laughs> might as well get the bombs out of the way. I, I had all these different notes about like how I was gonna how I was gonna lead up to it, but then you're like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the grenade right now. Let's uh, let's get down to it. Let's do it. Speaking of bombs, this is a complete aside that has nothing to do with anything at all. But my two year old son calls his bottom his bomber for some reason, which is real funny. I made it stinky on my bomber. So, <laughs> oh, there you go. It's real cute. It's a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot cuter when he says it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're ever around him, you can. Well, me knowing Gideon, uh, I I could see it. Anyone else listening will be like, "What?" And you do know Gideon because you're one of his favorite people, and he was I am one of his favorite people. He was crushed that you left. Let's just go there. Let's dive in, Mike. Yeah, you're not, you're not in Milwaukee anymore, friend. I'm not. I'm not in Milwaukee anymore. Yeah, I, I had like a. I had written down in my notes like a joke about to you, like, "Oh yeah, I left Redeemer, Andrew. That's why my office is so clean." But you know, that's yeah. that's. That's irrelevant now. Yeah. Um, now it's well, my after, coffee room. <laughs> yeah. After uh, eight years at being eight at uh, my church, eight years, I am no longer there. It's In fact, not like you, like you alluded to, Andrew, I'm no longer even in Milwaukee. So yeah, my, my wife and I have moved to Madison and um, you know, we're starting off this season with a bang here, right? Where it's kind of like how, you know, we, we have a paradigm shift, right? No longer are we recording in Andrew's office. We're recording over Zoom. Mm. Yeah, crazy, man. Well, I'm still in my office, but that, that's true. That's true. <clears throat> uh, the episodes will be will never be the same. Um, so where, yeah, where are you recording from? I'm recording from uh, the basement of a, of a new home that my wife and I are renting. That's right. right. New home, a lot more space, nice backyard for the puppy. It is. It's a total upgrade from apartment living. We mm. we do we do like it, mm. but it's yeah, uh, I'll, I'll 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 just say uh, just say a little about. I don't want to say too much for you know reasons, but uh, hit me with what you got. Yeah, but uh, my wife and I we we left uh, Redeemer officially. Are, we left in the beginning of August and uh, yeah, now, now setting up a new life here in the Madison area, about an hour and a half West of Milwaukee. But um, yeah, you know, just as far as, cause we'll, we'll actually, you know, get into it with our topic today about yes, we will. when to, when to leave a church. Yes. Um, you know, kind of the very, I have to give like the very light story. It, it kind of comes down to a, yeah, I mean, it, there's kind of a, you know, as we as we talk about on this podcast, we are we are advocates for being involved in the church and for for fighting to be a part of it, especially in these crazy mm. times when, um, yeah, when there are lots, lots of reasons to maybe leave your church. Mm. Um, we, you know, on this on this pod, we always want to say, hey, you want to you want to stay with your church and you want to fight to be there because, you know, God wants to do some great things with the church. No church is perfect, but yet, like God still can use it as a place of redemption. 
But um, Andrew, there are times when we we get to a place where for for different reasons, there is a, a departing, right? Yeah. There is there is reasons why why we leave. And for myself and core, there, there are certainly reasons why we left. And maybe someday there'll be a, there'll be a future podcast on it. But you know, right now, yeah. it doesn't make sense to do that. But for sure. Um, I, I think that that leads us into what we how we want to dig into today is to discuss, you know, if you're someone listening to this pod, and uh, you're like, wow, these guys are typically all about being a part of the church, even if it's really bad. Well, I mean, in this episode, we, we do want to dig deep into when it is time to leave, right? When, when it does appear that your time has come, um, what are the indicators for that? You know, what's a good way to process that? And uh, yeah, that's, that's where we want to go, uh, inspired uh, and, and semi-related off of my current situation. But And since no one else controls this podcast, that's where we will go. Yes. Yep. No one else. Just, just us. But yeah, I think, yeah, I think a good place to start, Andrew, is, uh, is to talk through, you know, what are, what are maybe, you know, reasons where, like, if you're contemplating leaving a church, right? If you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm on the, I'm on one foot is out the door. Um, and I'm thinking about going, are, are there reasons why before you do that, that you, you should really think it through? Because I think we both would agree that leaving a church should be a weighty decision, not something you take lightly. So I, I figure, why don't we discuss first, what are reasons that perhaps you should, you should stay on longer, uh, perhaps things that maybe you should still look for before you, before you, you, you take off and move to Madison, like, like I did. Mm, yes, you did. Yeah, I think the best reason to stay on <clears throat> is because you want power. When you yourself are trying to throw a coup to take over, to really see things done your way, I think uh, you're laughing so hard you're not even making I know. noise. That's amazing. <laughs> um, kidding, everybody. Yeah. Kidding, podcast audience. P.S. I do like that you've been you've started calling it pod or pod. Oh, yeah. A little, little nickname. That's cute. Yeah, you know, well, things are different, man. Madison has changed me. <laughs> University of Wisconsin really has bled into your your blood, blood into your blood. So so liberal now I am. No. Yeah, no, there are definitely some really bad reasons to leave a church. Um, and uh, I've got a few that I wrote down here uh, based on your prompt. Um, the number one reason is the color of the carpet. And if you've been around church at all, then um, you know that little age old saying, uh, church split because of the color of the carpet. Um, which is to say, because we disagree and can't find a way to work through, um, what's the best word? Pipsqueak problems, insignificant issues that have zero bearing on the kingdom of Christ on the future of his church and on the way that we reach the lost world with the gospel and the color of our carpet doesn't matter. Uh, so there are a number of things like that, which is honestly, I don't know the research. We should dive into that sometime as a follow up to this episode, how many people leave because of that. I think it's significant Yeah. for reasons that are, that are, I don't, yeah. I mean, literally decoration. I don't like the way we decorated, right? I don't like that we met at this time in this location. I don't like that um, the worship sounds like this. I don't like, and I would, those are reasons that are far from the heart of the kingdom of God. Um, what do you think about that? Mm. 
you know, I have to agree to disagree. If, uh, if Redeemer didn't change the color of the carpet, I would have been gone. No, I'm well, just kidding. Um, I wish I would have known that four months ago. <laughs> I made that happen. Um, no, I, 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 I do agree. I, I, I think you're, you're hitting on it. Um, there are, there are major issues that involve a dialogue and there are minor issues that I think when we, that become a major thing based on preference and based upon, you, you know, cause, cause I, I wrote some things down where like, you know, if you're, if you're leaving a church because like, you know, it's either the, the building looks old Right. Or, you know, the worship style isn't isn't up to your taste or or maybe the sermons aren't or, you know, it's too old or it's too young. Right. Um, you know, those are it, it's tough because I, I get that's part of especially our generation of millennials and, and centennials. Right. There's so much of a value on aesthetic. But um, yep. the reality is like no, no church is going to get it right. Right. All the time. And, and some churches are going to look um, ugly on the outside, but, but then if you're, if you're leaving because of that, you're kind of missing out on a chance to see something beautiful. If it's a church of committed people who love the Lord and love one another, right. Mm -hmm. Despite mm -hmm. what the building looks like. So yeah, I, 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 I wholly agree with that. Mm -hmm. Um, don't, don't ditch because the carpet looks, looks off, I guess, unless it's like shag, like seventies carpet, then I don't know. There's, there's something to be said about that. Or if you really hate it, bring some paint in accidentally. Yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. Force you or, there you go. Or you could get like a get the youth group to have like a messy Jello riot like esque event and do it in the sanctuary. People and blame then, blame everything on the youth pastor anyway. So like it's exactly right. Be truthfully blamed for something that might be a refresh for him. <laughs> or her. That's true. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Reason. What's the reason you have? Um. I, I think I the, oops. Now I've got a couple more. Why don't, why don't you uh, Why don't you share your reasons? Okay. <clears throat> the next one that I have is a bad reason to leave a church is because you don't feel like you're able to plug in or serve in a productive and useful way. And mm. I say that with a caveat. No, not the caveat. It's really the same as the last question, um, or not the last question. Whew. I say that with in mind the same thing as the last question, which is. A lot of this has to do with the maturity level of the spiritual maturity level of the person in question, of the person looking to leave. Mm -hmm. um, so, I, so the second point, you know, you don't feel like you're able to plug in, and because I've heard that, right? I think we've all heard that. Just never felt yeah. like I was able to plug in or like yeah. get involved, and just always felt on the outside. I'm like, not that there's not truth to that. I want to be really clear, especially in a place back like Milwaukee that's very generational. Like it, I mean, I we've experienced that moving, and it can be tough in certain circles to really break in and feel like you're part of something and part of the community, but. Um, you can, and at any reasonably healthy church, you're able to do that if you try and put forth the effort. And so I, I feel like I'm going to say this a number of times in some of my points in the later sec segments, but what have you done for your part to make this successful and happen? And, mm. um, and you very well could have tried and it just really, I mean, I think there are closed churches out there, right? Yep. That they're not going to turn you away at the door, but good luck breaking into the community. I think those are far more far fewer between than what people might indicate. Well, so, I know, I know you can speak to this as, as a guy who's driving a surf campaign, right? Like, come on. 
you you want people to serve <laughs> you want people to get connected you want people to get plugged in and find community right yep. and like you said any healthy church is going to want that right and so yeah maybe sometimes there are some barriers that can make it difficult but i think for the most part churches churches want you to feel involved right yep. and so it is a matter of sometimes you just got to try a different way or a different approach sometimes you got to set up a meeting sometimes you just have to literally walk up to the the worship pastor after and say hey i'm in what can I do? Right. But yeah, I mean, there, there are definitely those avenues out there for, for, a, for a church that's looking, I mean, churches are, churches are not saying, no, nah, we don't need no, any more volunteers. I don't know of any church that's doing that. Right yeah. Now. And just to like to plug in, to get involved in a small group uh, or a Bible yep. study. I mean, yep. if you want that, you will pursue it. Correct. And if you want an excuse to leave, it will become that for you. Mm. So it's about your own heart and your spiritual maturity and where you're, where you are. So, so not a good reason to leave because far and away, the majority of churches, if you want to plug in both in community and in serving, you will, you will be able to. Yeah. Good churches make it easy. Mm. Good churches make it easy. Other churches, uh, yet to push a little bit. I have a cousin who emailed a couple of times, the worship director at their church, they first started going to, and my cousin's a great electric guitar player and just said, I would love to jump on the team and play and audition for you whenever and never heard back. Um, mm. Which again, the first person to drop, I'll drop an email, right? We all do sometimes, but uh, just unfortunate that there's not a, wasn't a better system in place for him. Yeah. Yeah. There's <laughs> volunteers are hard enough to come by and get good volunteers to serve when they are ready and willing. Who buddy, if that's not the top of our to-do list to get them plugged in. Serve. Mm-hmm. Should do a whole, did we do an episode last uh, season? We on did. We yeah. did. I'm yeah, sure we I did because you, you spoke like 95% of the time and I just, I just well, stoked it all in. Well, I feel like so good. if you were more spiritually mature, you would have plugged in and dove in more to that episode. <laughs> but I, I guess I took it over because I'm, wow. I, I was like complimenting you saying, man, like that was just such a great episode, our best episode of all. And then you, you totally dissed me, man. And I'm so glad I'm gone. Any chance I, any chance I get. To get <laughs> so my final real point that I have, yeah, bad reasons to leave, is um, so it's kind of twofold. So because a church is in transition of some kind, mm. slash maybe there's like some disunity or rumblings, which those can go hand in hand a lot of times. Um, Churches change, philosophies change, vision changes, yep. leadership changes. Um, when the new lead pastor comes on or the previous one leaves, you're going to lose 10 to 20% of your congregation. You're going to gain some people. Just transitions happen. Yep. Don't leave in the transitions because it seems like something's wrong or something's not right. Like give it time to see how it shakes out and be a part of that process. Yeah. Especially if it is like, you know, we're transitioning from something we thought was bad that we did into something good, like stay to see that, help it be a, help be a part of the process in any way you can, even if it's just offering your thoughts to leadership, right. And saying, I'd like to meet with an elder or the pastor to see, get, offer my perspective, um, which again, I'll say that phrase again, uh, not the last time. What have you done to help be a part of the solution? Mm-hmm. If your answer is nothing, then I would argue you have no reason to leave the church which unfortunately, not to dive in too much of a rabbit trail or tangent, but I think our generation is guilty of that. Yeah, I, I agree. A huge con of the millennial uh, Gen X, Gen X, I don't know my generations, Gen Y, Gen, Gen Z. Z. 
gin, gin some letter of the alphabet. <laughs> um, we just, we leave without saying stuff and you and I have experienced yep. that. Um, we leave without saying, I, you know, I see this wrong. I have a concern about this. We don't do that. We just head out to a different we just, church. We just leave. Yeah. You know, and, and especially in a, in a consumeristic, like depending on what, where you live, right. There are some, there are some areas where your choices of churches are like, you know, limited to right. the old, the old Baptist church, or, oh. you know, you, you got a couple of choices. Whereas like in Milwaukee or for me in Madison now, uh, there's a lot of churches, right. And a lot of good ones too. And, uh, and it's easy to, you know, kind of take that as a, well, if things aren't working out the way I want them here, I'll just go to another church. Cause like they'll, they'll naturally have it um, all together. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's, and that is a, that is an issue um, for, for our generation is it, it, we really make it what, what should be a weighty decision. We, we make it, we pull the trigger pretty fast, pretty and, fast. Yeah. And I don't, and I don't know if we're, if we're doing ourselves a favor in that way, we're not, we're not doing the church a favor to, if we're like, Oh, you know, first sign of trouble uh, I'm out. I appreciate you bringing that up because I, because I think that's so true when a transition happens, it's not always a bad thing. Right. And in and, fact, uh, they're good because if you're staying yeah, the same, correct. Like, isn't that a mantra in business? Like evolve or die, adapt or die. Yep. And like, yep. not our message to be very clear for everybody. We're not talking about the gospel or the Bible, but we are talking about the relevance and the way we do things. Yep. And just leaders, leadership. We should all be growing in leadership. Nobody's perfect. So we should be changing. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes in that changing, that means personnel move on. And, right. uh, and, and sometimes personnel that you really liked, or you really loved. And, and I think not in, your, is, not in your case, but yes, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. No one, no one does even, does anyone even know that I'm gone? Um, um, yeah, I haven't heard anything. Fact, okay. I think people are like, Mike's just in his office, right? Just do it. Yeah. His- right. <laughs> um, well, introvert. Yeah, it's true though. Um, yeah, but, but I think it, it is, it is an important part about how, you know, change, change is constant. It does happen. And, you know, when, when those things happen, like you, like you said, it, it does make a lot of sense to at least see how things shape out. And I don't know what, what number, you know, what amount of weeks you gave, you give it amount of months or things like that. But, but it is something to go. Cause I, I remember when, when I was in my first couple of, well, actually, this is my first year. Our church went through a huge transition. The youth pastor had went on to be a church planner. The senior pastor retired and we were going through a remodel uh, as, as a whole church. And so you talk about just uh really only one of those things should happen at a time, but, <laughs> but, but three of them happened. And, you know, and, and it was so important at that point as a church to say, Hey, things are going to be kind of rocky here, but, but let's hold on. Let's, let's see what happens. And um, you know, yeah, I, I, I think that's a, that's, a, that's important. It's important to, to at least to stay unified as best you can and throw out the preferences for the sake of one another. I think of Philippians to what Paul says there, right? Like we, I have that written on my notes too. Hey, oh, mind meld. Uh, Great pastors think alike. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that, the idea of like thinking, thinking uh, about others above yourself, I think is, is important. So yeah. It, and part of that is just being able to say, all right, let's, let's just, let's just stay around. Let's see how this shakes out. Or like, you know what, this vision, I'm not meshing with it, right? Maybe, maybe the church wants to be all about, you know, discipleship. Okay, I'm not, I'm not big on that, but let me, let me at least see what the Lord could have in this, right? Those are good things to say to yourself, as opposed to, we got to find a reason to leave, right? Or you know, like I was hoping to just to consume, and the church wants me to get involved. Maybe I should just get out, right? Like, man, like you could, you could totally rob yourself of something good that God is going to do through through that. So, 
Mm. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up Philippians too, because I wasn't actually meant to preface and read that before I really started with my reasons. Mm. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ, any comfort from his love, any fellowship together in the spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another and working together with one mind and purpose. There, as we will get to here in our next segment, there are reasons to part ways with a fellowship of community of believers. Yep. Good heavens, they need to be a lot fewer and farther between than what currently is. Can't I can't words, I can't talk. <laughs> Why people leave a lot of the time right now. Mm. Yeah. This reason is a little less black and white. It's more of a gray area, but you know, I, I think we've seen the last couple of years, right? Just the how polarized things have become, how divisive things have become within the church or um, important issues, right? Like the handling of COVID politics, the handling of racial tensions. And I'm not saying that it's, you could get to a place where you're, you, you, you look at, okay, my church is, is, is really leaning hard towards one way or the other. But even before doing that, I, I think there is something to say about like having dialogue because no church is going to get it right all the time. But if you're at a at a church where you've been a committed member and you have a place where you can speak openly and honestly, especially like with leaders to give concerns, then, then that's a good thing, right? And that's a good place to be where you can say, you know, I, hey, I love this church. I've been a part of this. Uh, I disagree with how we've handled our, our views on, on racial tensions, for example, right? If you want to throw that one in there. Um, and I think that creates a dialogue that you know, maybe, maybe the leadership might, might disagree, but at least if they're a healthy and a good church, that's listening to the spirit, right. They're going to listen to you. Um, they may not, may not do anything out of it. And and maybe after a couple of times, if you have a strong conviction, okay, then, then maybe you got to start thinking through things. But I, I think it's what I, what I've, what I've seen more is kind of the, the, the knee jerk reaction to some of these topics over the last couple of years has led people to just say, yo, you know what? I'm done with this church. I'm out and kind of rob an opportunity to grow um, an opportunity to really work through some things or even to have a good conversation. And I, and I think that can be, that can be a bad reason to leave. And, and, you know, we'll talk a little more about how, how you can leave uh, in just a little bit, but. Well, yeah. just like you said in our last episode, I mean, you don't, don't, there are very few, if any things in life that you should quit in the valleys. And Correct. When, yeah. when you are, when you yeah. feel really frustrated, like that's a valley. And so work through that and leave in an emotionally healthy way and state instead of being emotionally hijacked. Yep. So it's a great, yeah, just talk, talk. If humble hearts come together, talking can only be good. Mm-hmm. Communicate. I'm, I'm a firm believer that 90% of wars fought problems in marriage disunity are from a lack of communication and sometimes sometimes you're talking and we're still not communicating right because we're hearing things or saying yep. things differently which happens in a marriage a lot uh for show but but at least you are we are communicating right so it's one thing if you if you talk and talk and you get to the bottom and the foundation of an issue or things and you just fundamentally disagree with someone which happens but people rarely get there because they're not willing to have those conversations that are hard, messy, and take time. Yep. Um, so we, too many of us are conflict avoiders. And I, quick plug for a podcast. <clears throat> Let me pull it up here. Ooh. 
will we get like compensation for for shouting out another podcast? Uh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. We're we're, we're we're we are small tadpole fish in a very microscopic pond. <laughs> uh, so no, probably not. Uh, but this is called the Boundaries Podcast. It's the Doctor Cloud Show. Doctor Henry Cloud, who wrote a number of really good books and is a great psychologist. Um, so this podcast, we are conflict avoiders. So this podcast, I actually am, I signed up for their webinar they're doing on, I think, September 25th or 26th sometime. And it's just about healthy, healthy conflict management. And I just, I agree. Mike, I think that's something not to yeah. have a trail again, but in the church, in businesses in general, to be certain, but in the church, we just, we should be doing conflict management training and resolution training with leadership. I mean, if not, twice a year every year like that needs to be you're right because people are poor at it people take things personally we're not good at managing conflict and working through it and we need to be Mm. well said i like it well we crushed segment one crushed it bloody powder bloody pulp uh segment two mike there are some reasons to move on from a church to decide that we i for for these reasons i just i can't fellowship with this community of believers anymore i still love you in christ but yep i need to i need to move on um what are some of those give me give me one mm. well i'm gonna i'm gonna give you one but i'm going to that's take what i just look. asked for i just said give me one i know well, i'm gonna give little reasons that kind of like fit into so it's oh gonna sound gosh. like i'm giving you like seven reasons but really it's, it's i all feel like this is about one. to take five minutes you <laughs> what you're about to say okay fine you know what let me let me start simple a new job andrew a new job maybe it takes you yeah a new location right mm-hmm. those are those are some things for sure for sure I, sorry i gave you two but what else, what, what other reasons do you want to give no that's good that was well well done very succinct now i'll take five minutes um I was going to go a lot heavier though, or just well, a little theological. Well, I, would, I am too, but uh, I, I felt like uh, I felt like I should I should wait on that. Um, <laughs> okay, give me give me one of your heavy ones then. Okay, all right. Well, okay, so here's here's the big one, and it comes back to this idea. This is where it could take five minutes, but I'll I'll try to stop it at two. The idea of calling, right? Are you do you feel kind of the call to to still serve at this church? And it could be for a lot of different reasons why the calling changes, but like family needs, you know, we talked about new job, new location, a new ministry, maybe burnout, maybe sometimes you need to take a step back. Uh, maybe not so much from the church, but maybe just from from leadership. But in my uh, in my second year. No, excuse me. My, uh, my second week actually at Redeemer, I remember, uh, our senior pastor who was getting ready to retire. I had asked him in a in conversation, how do you not quit, uh, quit the church? And, uh, he had said, uh, something that I thought was profound at the time that he'd already quit, uh, his position several times already in his mind. But the reason why he stayed was because of his calling and because mm-hmm. of the, the feeling of, we talked about it. Like there are, there are tough seasons, which by the way, since Steve high Miller, you know, brought up my whole season thing. Now I, I think of him every time I use the word hashtag seasons, hashtag seasons. Um, I mean, there, there are times when, when, yeah, the things are hard, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean to just quit yet. But then there are, you know, the, the, the calling could also indicate maybe it's leading of the spirit. Maybe it could be a passion or a zeal that is no longer there. Um, or that you feel like you can no longer give. Um, maybe it's your, the calling is leading you to another place, another ministry, right? So sometimes there could be good reasons or 
you know, there's other realities too. Like calling could also be if, uh, if the other, if the other person doesn't, you know, if the, if the church or leadership there, uh, doesn't want you there, <laughs> you know, in some cases, um, you know, that, that's, that could also be a, uh, you know, an indicator of your calling being released. Um, it, it, so it's not always a spiritual thing, right? It's not always that sense of the spirit, but you know, calling is a big part of why, of, of where we go to for why it could be right. So I, my last thing on this is like the, the word that often gets thrown around on, on this is called released, right? Mm-hmm. Like I feel released from my church and, and kind of the, uh, to put that into more of a, of a definition, it's that feeling that your time has come where you no longer have the opportunities to be, to be as, as involved as you would like to, or mm. per, perhaps there are some of those fundamental things that you, you feel like are, are reconcilable at this point that you're like, you know, I got to leave. And maybe it could be theological. And there's, we know churches that have that. It could be um, philosophical. It also could be that there is an unhealthy environment. There's another podcast out there, right? That's, you know, it's been pretty popular about uh, Mars Hill, Mark Driscoll's church, right? Like, mom. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's what I, that's kind of the, Whenever you have that feeling of our time has come and there's no way for us to, to still be involved here, to still give it for this many reasons, or my heart's just not, is not there, or it's not good for my growth. That that's, that's what I think of, right? Like, I think, I think that's from the Lord. When the Lord says your time is done, it's time to move on. There you go. That that's a right reason, right? Uh, I think everything else falls into that. I don't know if that was, I don't know if that was five minutes, but. Oh, I, yeah, no, it totally was. So I took a <laughs> nap. Um, so I'll say my things and it may overlap because I didn't listen to you. Um, and I agree with you. And you really did hit like three or four different, you kind of threw some things in there that I think I want to unpack for a second because I think they're right on. I think the, uh, the big obvious one, which I again think happens pretty rarely is a tier one theological issue, a blood issue that you're in disagreement with. And certainly if that existed when you joined the church, you shouldn't have joined the church. Um, You should have looked into their theology before you decided to be in a fellowship and community with these, with this, these people. Like read their website, read their website (laughs) with leadership if you need to. Um, So then if it's a change on one of those issues, that's obviously very significant too. And tier one issues, you know, right. Scriptural um, authority, Jesus Christ, supremacy and salvation and the son of God and man and um, virgin birth, all these things that are tier one issues. You're really not going to face a church. I think that changes very often, but, um, but you could, you could, if you're not doing your diligence or if you are again, kind of a, a newer Christian or more spiritually immature at this point, just haven't looked into that. And you might discover that in the road. And that's a reason to leave Yeah, uh, tier one issues. That's why they're tier one. They're of utmost priority and importance. And, um, and I think any, any Christian would say, in fact, if you don't believe all those tier one issues, you probably aren't, we are probably aren't worshiping the same God at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, or the same Jesus Christ in a lot of ways. And so um, salvation starts to be on the line if you disagree with some of the tier one issues. <laughs> tier two issues are interesting because um, they're tier two for a reason. They're not, um, people might have firm beliefs in them, but they're not firmly um, clearly spelled out in the Bible sometimes. And so we might disagree on tier two issues. Um, homosexuality is a good example of that. Mm. 
Um, and I know that's a, that's a hot, hot button one and tricky one. Um, but even that, that is a good example of, yeah, you may not want to be in a community where, where you have a, a disagreement on that issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's others, communion, baptism, things that are tier two issues, not necessary for salvation, um, doesn't change the God we worship, but they're just different enough. And if there are enough of those issues combined, that also might be a reason um, to leave the church. And those those could churches can change their position on those. I mean, I think that's a lot yeah. more, can be more frequent than the tier one issues. So, so especially if, the, if like the denomination itself, right, connected to goes through a change, right? Absolutely, which. Yeah. Yeah, if you've been in the church at all involved in the last 20 years, you've seen that with different denominations, to be sure. So those are definitely reasons, uh, and from the theological perspective, um, yeah, like I would say, if you feel like there's a significant difference in ministry or leadership philosophy uh, from what the church is doing, um, which that can be certainly true, as, which a lot of these are true of that, of both working at a church as staff, but also just attending as a layperson. Um, and there are, there are different ways. The Bible doesn't spell out the right way to do church, the most effective way to do church, especially in our modern era. So there are going to be different ways of, of coming at that. And if you feel like those, they're significant enough, like I just, I just don't agree with like how we lead um, mm-hmm. the leadership philosophies that we go by or, or lack thereof. A lot of times, I think that's most of the time is we don't have really leadership philosophies that guide us. Um, or ministry philosophies. And then I would come back to the question, Mike, Michael, what have you done to be part of that solution? Who have you met with to talk? What elders and pastors have you met with to say, hey, can you help me understand our philosophy of leadership in this area? Yeah. Why we do this in ministry? Um, And here are the concerns I see with it. If you haven't done that and you're going to leave because of that, you're wrong and you're missing it. It's your job to speak up as a concerned person for the church. Yeah. Was that our, was that our, was that our lead into segment three? It wasn't. I felt like you, I felt oh. that you had a response, so I just backed off for a hot second there. Oh no! I mean, I was gonna say because it, it was. I felt like it might might be a good time to transition. Um, That's true. I'll say one more thing real fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even though that would have been a good transition, I'll cut it. Uh, and you you mentioned it very briefly, but an emotionally unhealthy environment, and again, similar to leadership or um, ministry philosophies. Um, if you've brought up to leadership, say, hey, I think there's some unhealth in the way that we do this and the way that we yeah. let this person go and the way that we handled this issue with a church member, like in the way that he, like there's some unhealth and we should work on our processes. If you feel like that doesn't go anywhere and they're like, yeah, we're, we're good. Like there's just some un- spiritual, emotional unhealth going on. Yeah. And if you have tried, like you said, you know, do you take weeks, months, years? If you feel like you've tried, and it doesn't get anywhere. That's, I think, at that point, right, it's for your own soul's sake a lot of times and for the sake of the soul of your family and your spirit. Yeah. Crushed and in this environment that's pushing down and being unhealthy. And also to speak to those around you, like, we we just can't be in this unhealthy. We don't think you should either. <laughs> Not that you go, God's way is on your way out. And that does lead us into segment three. Yeah. What to um, do before you leave. Oh, of course, I was going to say something off of that. Okay, okay <laughs> I've, I've, killed, I've killed two of your segues. I'm so sorry. Segway killers. Um, I think the only thing I, I wanted to add on to that, because I think what you said was was great. Cool, thank you. It, it, it seems as if we're we're seeing, in an, in an, 
and I, and actually, I don't, I don't even want to say like, we're seeing like a huge rush of this now. I think this has always been the case. Like the church even enacts like split at, at, at a couple points. Right. And, and, you know, sometimes the church just can't stay together. So, you know, ask, ask the apostle Paul, and oh, his John Mark. Right. Um, but even today, it, it, it does seem to be that we're, we're hearing a lot more about unhealthiness of churches. And I think, you know, well, maybe we'll have another episode on that down the road here. Um, maybe our reflections on, because like I, you know, think of the Mars Hill podcast, but I mean, that, that's not the only one, right? There, there are a lot of examples of, of unhealthiness to where, yeah, like sometimes there's just a really bad situation that if you, if you are bringing up things about it, but things are not changing, then I think that's also a good indicator as well that, okay, so I've tried now to approach leadership in a, in a healthy manner about a thing that I'm seriously concerned about. And there's been nothing, nothing out of that. Okay. Yeah. Then it, then it might be a good call to, to consider moving on. But yeah, I, I think, I think the conclusion that we are arriving at uh, together is, you know, if you're going to do this, right, this takes a lot of prayer and it takes a lot of like conversation and, and even a lot of community affirmation, right? Like maybe mm-hmm. there are others that are saying, you know what, maybe, maybe it is good for you to move on or, um, you know, or maybe, yeah, there's just, there's just a lot of factors that go into, go into that. Yeah. And don't, yeah. Don't leave in a vacuum. Um, surround yourself with mentors as all of us should be anyways in normal life, but talk it over with people you respect and admire and, and not to gossip. And there's a really fine line, which we'll yeah. again dive into in this next segment, but yeah, um, not spreading seeds of disunity or gossip, but just yeah, seeking validation of, is this right on? Am I off base here? Um, yeah, just what you said, just what you said. So without further ado, segment three, long awaited segment three, uh, what to do before you leave. (laughs) Um, so you've, you've decided it's the right reason Uh, Mm -hmm. you've worked through it. You've communicated, um, or tried, you tried to affect change, but it's time to find a new community, um, where you can worship. How do you do that? Well, Mike, yeah, I got, I got a couple of examples. You know, the first one I'd say, um, you know, if you've been at a, lo- at a location, maybe for a short time, make, maybe you've been there for a few months. Uh, and, and yeah, maybe you just feel like, you know, things are, are not jiving. Um, I've got an example of this. There's a couple actually at Redeemer who, you know, that was, they, they had found a, a church plant that was closer to home and maybe closer to what they're hoping to see the church um, to do for them, like philosophical uh, and, a, and a preference there. And I appreciated that after, uh, you know, they, they told someone, they told me in that case, um, you know, uh, the, the, the person came into my office and said, Hey, I just want to let you know, I mean, we, we've, we've enjoyed our time here, but we feel like this is a better fit. Um, I appreciated that. I know, again, we like to avoid conflict and maybe we feel like we've only been at a place for six months that maybe that doesn't warrant a conversation. It does. Like it, it's good for us to know as a, as staff members. Yeah. If, if you are leaving, if, um, if there are any reasons why, or there's anything that we should know. And, and, and this guy, um, I thought that it just did a, you know, just did us a favor by coming in and saying, Hey, like this, this is the why, just so you guys are aware. And, and right. for us to be able to hear that and go, yeah, okay. Um, good, good for us to know and, and bless you brother. And then I got to pray for him and, and he was sent off and, you know, and again, it, it was just something I really appreciated because, uh, yeah, like we've been saying that the, the you know, what to do before you leave, not saying anything, right. Is, right. is not never really helpful. Um, and, and then I, you know, I'd say this too, if um, 
on the other end, if you if you've been at a church for a long time and you're leaving because there are issues, right? Um, Andrew, you said this before, but I'll, I'll affirm it, right? Like have an exit interview, right? Mm-hmm. Have, have an opportunity to actually talk to someone. And maybe your your beef is with the the lead pastor or an elder board member or a staff member or you know a small group. I don't know, right? Like okay. E- make make a point to say something on your way out and sometimes it's really hard um you know like sometimes we 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 would rather um take the route of like well let me just kind of gossip and um or let me just remo- remove myself completely but um you know from experience i don't know if it if it really helps the church or if it helps the person in question or if it helps you if you don't say anything yep. now even if even if that person doesn't want to receive it right and that happens a lot too now the assumption is if they are if they are a mature follower of Jesus that they're at least going to give you the time of day, um, like yeah, I mean even even with pastors, pastors are human. Maybe they might give a response of this is just who I am, and okay, that that kind of gives you an answer. But it, it still is on your part to say, hey, these these are the things that have come up, and I want to share with you. And I think there are some verses that you can have memorized. Um, you know, kind of James one nineteen comes to mind. Everyone should be quick to listen, so to speak, slow to become angry. Proverbs 10, 19, when there are many words, sin is unavoidable, but the one who controls his lips is prudent. You know, those are probably a couple of good pieces of scripture to go into some of those heavy meetings with. John the Baptist, you brood of vipers. I feel yeah, like you, can, you, can, you can have that on hand just yep. in case. This just in case, depending on how it goes. You never know. You could be Back right. But, um, and I think even sometimes, too, even in sharing that, giving that exit interview, also could be a good place for you to also listen to maybe, I mean, again, maybe you're a committed member, maybe you're not leaving on good terms, right? Maybe you're not. Um, I think it's easy for us to just assume that we're the victim and, uh, you know, um, this is all their fault. But I, I think it's, if you're a human, you're sinful and, you know, <laughs> you probably made some mistakes and, and and it's good to be able to to be also listening ear. I mean, share your piece, but also be able to, to receive it. Um, kind of with that, be, you know, be quick to listen, so to speak. Um, mindset. But um, yeah, I, I think the exit interview is so big because like, uh, you know, I'll give you an example from a, you know, I won't get to a specific church, right? But like, there'd be people leaving who decided, hey, let me, I'm I'm just going to leave without telling the kind of the, the main leader and uh, because they're just not approachable. And yeah, I, I get that. That's a, that's a real, that's a real thing. But um, even so, you, you still need to find a way you, you're, you're robbing that person the chance to grow if you don't say anything, right. um, even if they don't want to receive it, like you, you still you still got to share, right? That's part of like what being in the greater church, not just the, the not just the little C local church, but the greater church to be able to love your brother and sister in Christ by being able to say, here's the why. And, 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 and I want I want things to end as well as they can. But here's the why. Um, yeah, I mean, that 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 exit interview part is is important yeah i couldn't agree more and kind of about that exit interview if you're if you're doing your part of the process well expressing concerns to leadership and the pastor just like just like your annual review you shouldn't learn at your annual review in your job all these new things that like you've been doing wrong or your boss like like you should be talking about to you about that before like if you get fired or let go like you should see that coming from a mile away. Yeah. And very clear what things you're, you're not performing in well. And if you're doing, if you've chosen to leave a church and, and you should, uh, whether it's email in person would be preferable, certainly. 
Um, there shouldn't be like these new things like, Oh, I didn't know. Didn't know you felt that way. And that's why you're leaving. We could have talked about that. Like they should be, they should know, know the reasons. Um, and I, like you said, you want them to grow right? because if nothing else, you care about them as a brother and sister in Christ. Yeah. I think there's something that is being done wrong enough that you're causing you to leave. Yeah. Well on you to not express that because you want to help someone grow. Yeah. Help someone see. Um, so yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I think there are those, you know, there are those situations that come up, right. Where maybe, maybe things are not ending great. Right. Maybe there is some hard feelings and that happens too. Um, and, I, and, I, and I do think for the sake of, of unity, right. It, it is, it is important to want to try to finish as well as you can. Right. And again, it's, it's the verses we've mentioned that come into play, especially, especially this, cause you don't feel like it, right. You feel like on your way out, you want to burn the place down. Right. Um, that's, burn it down. that's, that's, that's not good. I think, look, if, you know, and maybe, maybe you are on the side where you're leaving a, a place, a position that it's an, it was unhealthy and you know, it's not on you to change or fix it. It's on the Lord to want to do that. But for your part, um, it, it's hard and it's not easy, but you know, I, I think some, some wisdom that's been, that's been shared, um, either to me or, or for what I've heard from others is that, you know, you want to be able to like 10 years down the road, be able to look back at when you mm. left and be able to say to yourself, okay, I handled that the best way I, yep. I could rather than looking back 10 years and going, man, I, I caused, you know, I caused a firestorm or I right. caused a lot of disunity. I don't, I don't think that's helpful for anyone and not even helpful for yourself too, in your own heart. I think that's, you know, and it's tough, right? Everyone has different reasons for leaving a church and there's hard feelings, but right. Um, and when yeah. you think, and in that moment, in the moment that you're deciding how to handle this, man, that's the, what I was guides me, which I think I talked about last season, but someday I'm going to have to stand before Christ and yeah. answer, and answer, give an account for how I, you know, not for my sins, cause those will be covered. But like, how did I do with the resources he's given me? How did I be like Christ represent his son? Um, and how do I treat his bride? Yeah. Right. And what are those decisions I made? And can I stand before Jesus and say, I'm comfortable with the decision I made? It may have been the wrong one, but I, I did it to, in the best way I could to honor you uh, and your bride. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've only got one or two other things written down for this one. What's Go for it. Before you leave. And the obvious one, which we've kind of hinted at or said, is don't cause waves. Yeah. Talk to the right people about why you're leaving the leadership. Um, but it's not, don't gossip. Don't, don't fire a shot across the bow on your way out. Um, you are sowing seeds of disunity. You are going against Philippians too. Yep. When you do things like that. And so, so I think it's an easy one for people to say, Oh, I, I don't, I wouldn't do that. Or I wouldn't do that intentionally. But then you, you know, we all have close friends in the church uh, and close. And right, I'm guilty of that too myself. I don't mean to gossip sometimes, but but I certainly maybe say more than I should. That could start to associate the disunity and so I check myself. But certainly if you're doing it intentionally with an intention of right, starting a fire, like, yep. um, yeah, you're going to have to answer for that someday. And you, yeah, don't, don't, <laughs> don't gossip. Avoid as much as you can. And, and especially when you're, when you're going through the emotions, right? Like, yeah, that, I mean, that's where we, we say like, ah, oh, I wouldn't intend to do that. But when you're, but yeah, when you're, when you're angry, right. And some of it's right. right. Like some of it could be a righteous anger, but boy, there's, there's also a way, you know, there's another scripture that talks about in your anger, do not sin. 
right? I thought you were going to say your favorite one from Proverbs where words are many. Since oh, I, I said that one already. This is from Ephesians now, but. <laughs> Got to show them that you know the whole Bible. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And you're right. It does. I mean, in that moment, it takes a conscious effort to say, I am not going to talk about this. Yep. And, that, and that's tough to do when you want to feel vindicated or validated. Really, Yep. You are validated by the Lord or you're wrong. Mm. One of those two. Um, and then the last one is that I have is what to do before you leave and on your way out. And after you've left is don't lose the relationships you've built. Yeah. You may, you may as a whole, this church and like as a whole, this community is one you can no longer fellowship with because of disagreements. But um, there are individual relationships that if you've been a good church member and and a brother and sister in, or sister in Christ, you developed. Don't lose those because you move across town yep. or move across the world. Like it doesn't matter. We are still brothers and sisters in Christ on an individual level. And so maintain and keep those. And they, they're going to look different. You're, especially if you're apart physically um, and you're going to dive into a new community that you should be. You should dive into a new community and yep. get to know them on a personal level. They're a small group that you're in. But um, don't lose contact with those and certainly don't burn bridges um, because you're leaving or how you leave with the relationships you have. Are you, are you like speaking to me specifically on that? Mike, uh, um, I wanted to use your name about 10 times in there. <laughs> uh, so... Now you know. Keep the relationship. Start a podcast, Zoom. Yeah. Honestly, I'm glad we have this podcast or else we would never talk ever. Oh, yeah. yeah you haven't texted me in like four weeks. I texted you like a couple of days ago about Parks and Rec. Oh, you know, I think I have you blocked. I think that's what Oh, jeez. <laughs> so. Well. That was whose angry. fault is that? It was, it was in my anger. So. <laughs> Anything else you've got on segment three? Nah, I, I think that's good. I think we, you know, killed like, like we've been talking about. And every, everyone's story is different. And, uh, but I, I think it really is. It's just part of your maturity. Like it, it'll say a lot about your maturity as to how you handle it. And I, and I, I'm speaking as someone who's had to learn that mm. as well. The last, yeah, the last few months and, and how to, how to talk through these things well and how to, how to leave well. And, and it hasn't, yeah, not always easy, but man, we just, for the, for the sake of, of the Lord and the church, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a it's a big deal to want to handle this well and to talk this through well, and also even to and I'm and I'm preaching to myself on this, but yeah, even to trust the Lord in this too, right? Uh, you know, for anyone who's like, man, like I'm leaving this church, maybe I didn't I didn't want to, but you know, does God have something for me? And the answer is yes, He does. Um, it may not you may not get the the whole path right away if you're leaving a church that you've been involved with, but I I, I mean I, I do trust that God or that God does have something. Uh, mm. Yeah. Something different, something maybe best for your soul. Um, yeah. I mean, Romans eight twenty eight, like, right. Like um, it, it, you know, the, the promise that we get is that, you know, the, it will work out for our lives will work out for good. The good is not always how we define it, but more how God defines it. But, but even so, right. You know, it's, it, it's something that we can definitely put our trust in is the Lord's hand being involved in, in things like this. Mm. It's a good word. It's a good word. Hmm. All right. Wrap it up. Let's wrap uh, it up. We got it. We got our classic thank yous. Classic thank yous. Mike, is there anything or buddy that you're thankful for right now? Yeah. You know, we started the show with a bombshell. We might, might as well end it with a bombshell. I want to, <sighs> I want to say thank you to my, my new go-to coffee place. Where is Freaks. it? 
Barriques. It is. It is close to where I live. Uh, in fact, I'm drinking some right now. It's uh, this is called a red eye. It's got a uh, coffee, but espresso in it. Probably like an overdrive from Stone Creek, but um, Stone Creek, I love you. Do um, you? You don't have a cafe out here in the Madison Do you love area. Stone Creek? If you would, I, you would make the effort to get it. I, I will. I will find an effort. To, I'll They're never going to be our sponsor if you go around drinking other people's coffee. Well, I'm just we're expanding the market. Like they, oh goodness. You're, you're more of a poster boy for, for Stone Creek anyway, I feel like. So. That's they, what I would you know. tell myself. <laughs> Although so, after a season, if they haven't sponsored us, they're probably not. So we should probably not. Move yeah. on to something else. But thanks, Bariks. Thanks, thanks for my coffee today. Mm, mm. What about you, Andrew? I I haven't thought about this very hard. Not thankful <laughs> for anything. Oh no. Not a single thing I'm thankful for. You know, I am thankful for Christian schools because we we for a long time leading up to our youngest daughter, Hattie, going to school when she started kindergarten this year. Ugh. Kids are growing I, up. They're growing I saw up. that, man. I was feeling for you because that's, that's, that's a big thing. They're going to get married and graduate soon. Not in that order. Um, but school was never an option because public school in this day and age, we were just we wanted to wanted to uh, have more control over our kids' uh, beliefs and foundational development when they're young. That's what we wanted personally, and we never thought we could afford a uh, private school, but got some scholarships, and so we had a Christian school, and it's just great. I love our daughter being taught by professionals um, in a good, safe environment that she's going to also learn to have Bible class every day. I love that. So thank you to Grace Christian Academy. Hey. You're awesome. That's super cool. Super cool indeed. Well, we did it. Episode two. I like now, it. This is a this is a good episode. Um, it was. Now everyone knows how to leave a church well. Yes. Uh, hey, real quick, uh, I'll, I'll say this as we, um, we we're, we're obviously on anchor now, um, as far as our our podcast uh, host. But um, if you're still following us on Spotify or Apple or Google, great. If you want to do us a favor, if you feel like this podcast will be beneficial to others, if you want to share us mm. with others, we'd appreciate it. Or you can follow us on our Instagram page, which yeah. I'll go, a, I'll go a step further. Even if you don't feel like we're beneficial, you should share us anyway. Right, share us, rate us, <laughs> follow us, give um, us, give us them stars. Yep, that's right. That's good. Love it. All right. Well, thanks all peeps that were listening. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it is beneficial. We want to encourage you in your faith and your your relationship with Christ and His Bride. Hopefully we're doing that. If you have any questions or thoughts or comments about this or, yeah, things we didn't address about how to leave a church well, let us know. Let us know. You can contact us in our show notes always. Um, Or drive out to Madison and drive around until you see a bearded man in a coffee shop. There's a lot of those out here in Madison. Yeah, you're not wrong. Bariques. Go to Bariques and find Mike. But until next time, thanks for coming. And uh, I'm Andrew. And I'm Mike. And this was episode 16 of the Redeeming Church Podcast. Podcast.